0: What up Grizz Nation and welcome to another episode of Grizz 901. I am your host Daniel Greer. Today, it's all about the Summer League. The rosters are all out. The Grizzlies are taking on the Summer League out in Salt Lake City starting off with the Philadelphia 76ers. And I had to bring in the guy who is going to the game and that is Nathan Pauls. What's up Nathan? What's going on, man? Happy return from the holiday, even though you're all sickly over there. Yeah, we were a little um, delayed on sending it out. Uh, I think I half died on Sunday. Uh, I usually am not the guy who sits around, doesn't do anything. I watched a full season of Lincoln Lawyer, uh, which I think they only have one season. So uh, the wife kind of hung out with me. The two kids, um, I've had them all week. They've both been really sick. The wife was out of town. She finally came back in. Uh, I think it was Friday. And uh, thankfully, because I guess Sunday, I took the turn for the worse. Whatever it is, we don't know what it is. But it put me and put them on their uh, our, our butts, we'll say. And so it's been a, a, a bad, bad time. Not so fun, 4th of July. Uh, but we had a chance that everybody felt good yesterday. And so today we're back to recording, and the summer league starts. So uh, I get to finally answer the question for my my little Margot when she comes to me: Are the Grizzlies playing? And I say yes. And so she'll get to wear her Grizzlies jammies. Um, and then you know me me too. Yeah, I have Grizzlies jammies. Uh, but anyway, all right, let's get into the summer league. This will not be a long episode at all. This will be very very short. Uh, it's really just going to talk about the summer league, the rosters, what you're expecting. Uh, And maybe anything that might come out of it, we're also going to get your take as a firsthand experience as you're going to be there watching the guys so you can give us a little bit more. Uh, And so not sure exactly when stuff is going to be coming out, uh, but I would imagine that there's going to be a game today, which is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So at that point, we're probably going to catch back up together and record either on Thursday after that Thursday game or Maybe we uh, we record Friday and have it come out sometime. But the worst case, our next episode will come to you uh, Friday, if not earlier, depending on how our schedules line up. So let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, The Grizzlies roster. Anybody that you're looking forward to? I know we talked about on the last podcast and a lot of it was Zaire. But, uh, you know, you have Santi Aldama, uh, a guy that played at Murray State, Shaq Buchanan still there. Kennedy Chandler, Jake LaRavia, Kenny Lofton Jr., Dakota mathias I think it's his name. He's out of Purdue. He's a shooter. Um, I don't know how to say this guy out of Virginia Tech, but uh, Keve Aluma, Aluma, maybe? I'm not sure. He's out of uh, Virginia Tech, rookie. Uh, but then E.J. Onu, David Roddy, Ronaldo Segu out of Buffalo, maybe, maybe not, uh, Xavier Tillman Sr., Tremont Waters out of LSU, Romeo Weems out of DePaul, Zaire Williams, and Vince Williams Jr. So you heard a lot of names that um, we're used to. So is there anybody that you're looking forward to outside of the Zaire?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, there's a bunch of names I'm excited to see on here for different reasons here and there. One that stands out to me in particular is Tremont Waters, who I just – LSU fan, born and raised, had a bunch of Cajun families. Why I got a little bit of crazy in me, probably that and the Irish. But Tremont Waters would be fun to watch. Um, I don't necessarily expect anything, but he was a guy that came out of college. I was like, he would have to really pick some things up. But as an undersized guard, maybe there's a chance he can make it. So it would be fun to watch him. Um, Tillman, I think with the Jaron injury, becomes really interesting to see if he's been able to improve his game and add to that, you know, there's, he was a piece that I sort of expected to get moved this summer, but then when the Jaren injury came out, I'm like, well, maybe it doesn't make as much sense to do that now, but you know, LaRavia, Zaire, um, I, you know, I've said plenty of times, Kenny Lofton and David Roddy are my kind of guys. So I'm excited to see both of those guys um, go down, go down there in Salt Lake and see what they're able to do. But, you know, in general, I mentioned, interested. This goes a little bit into free agency, but, you know, there's not as many moves made as some people think yet as far as trades and stuff. So I'm interested to go down here and see if some of this will alleviate some concerns around needing to make some moves as well with some of these guys. So just all in all to see how some of these guys come in, if they can contribute right away. But I'd say Tremont Waters definitely stands out. And then apart from that, seeing if Tillman's able to add anything to his game this summer.
0: Yeah, I think uh, this is a uh, becoming a time for where Xavier Tillman needs to kind of put up or shut up, right? Uh, this is a point where he is given the opportunity, like it's right in front of him. Yes, I would not play uh, Stephen Adams and Xavier Tillman next to each other. That's not what I'm going for. But can he solidify the backup center position? Like, can he do that? Because you have Brandon Clark there that – you know 100%, unless there's a trade where he's involved in, he's going to be a four. He's going to be a three, four guy, right? Playing the four position, the other big next to the bigger guy, right? He's the more athletic guy. And so Brandon Clark matches up really well with Xavier Tillman because they're a little bit different. Xavier Tillman's the old school big guy, a little undersized, but he's the old school big guy. So what does he do? right? And so I'm definitely watching him. How much does he play? Does he take the next step? Has he worked on his three-point game? So those are big things to watch. So um, that is somebody that I am looking for. Um, And to kind of go back a little bit to the guys that we don't know a lot about, I said this last time, EJ Onu. I think he's a guy who is a long guy, 6'11", can stretch the floor, shoot the ball, rim runner. I think he has a lot of potential. Does he become the backup center? Does he take over Xavier Tillman? I think there's a lot of questions to be had here, but um, we're definitely going to see what happens here with all these big guys.
1: And on, yeah, I was about to say on that note, seeing what Santi Aldama is able to improve on, right? You know, it's one of those things that he sort of became an afterthought last year because it was so clear he was a project, but has that project come along and made progress? That'd be interesting to see too. And, you know, we saw last year with guys like Desmond Bain, Max Struess and a few others what happened in Summer League translated pretty well to how their season went and so even Zaire he was looked like he was an athlete with potential going to be a project and that's what he proved to be and I mean made some awesome developments but Summer League can be a pretty good indicator of what's going to happen in the season so I'm, I'm excited to see if they made these improvements it look like they'll translate to the regular season as well and Santy's definitely falls into that Santee definitely falls into that category
0: yeah, with a 6'11", um, you know, his height. I, I'm curious, when you see EJ Onu and Santi Aldama next to each other, do they look the same? Has, has Santi put on any weight to where he could be in that center position? Because I know that Grizz Twitter is all about being, you know, and falling in love with Santi Aldama. I don't know if his foot speed is exactly what we're looking for. I think he's a little slowed just like Xavier Tillman's a little slow. I think it's going to take one of these guys to step up and say, hey, I can be the stretch guy at the four position. If you need me to play the big, I can be the big. I got to have a little bit more footwork, better footwork. Uh, the foot speed's got to be there. Uh, because stretching the floor, Santiago Dama, I like it much better than Xavier Tillman. But I don't ever remember a time when I just loved seeing Santiago Dama go grab rebounds. I just did not remember seeing that. So there's a lot of questions. So let's go through these guys, and I'm just going to see what your interest level is on them. Uh, no real way of talking about this. Just give me kind of you know a, a tidbit on what you're thinking. Uh, David Roddy here in uh, the Summer League, what do you think he could bring, and what are you kind of looking
1: for? Well, I think we've talked about this quite a bit, maybe mostly in spaces, so it hasn't really made its way here. But I want to see how well he translates to that sort of, PJ Tucker or slash Grant Williams which aren't necessarily the same but that's the type of role people project him as personally I'll look at him as a possible PJ Tucker. I really want to see if he can bang with guys down low and use his body to guard the true one through four-ish type thing maybe two through four ish is more appropriate that he projects to be able to do and what we hope he can contribute as you know the shot. I definitely want to see if that translates, but it's one of the things he's brought in for. It's hopefully not an area of concern. I'm more so interested to see how he's able to use his body at this level um, going into summer league. Yeah, I think that's going to be
0: one of the biggest things. Like when he gets put on the perimeter against a smaller guy, like what does it look like? Like is he able to stay in front of him? Does he need you know a lot of help? Does somebody blow right past him? Um, I think that's really going to be what we're looking for. Um, also like you just said, his shot, but then when a big guy and he has, to, and they go small and he's there, you know, let's say he's there five and they go small. Is he able to guard the bigger guy? I think that's going to be a position that they're going to put him in, especially in the, the Utah summer league, look for them to put these guys into positions they're not comfortable in. Right. And I think that's yep. going to be what you're looking for, for, you know, for most, like that's going to be the the first thing they go for because, they got to see how you develop, how you respond, because there's going to be a lot of games and there's going to be a lot of times when these guys will sit, especially, you know, Utah summer league three games and then you have a day off and you're in Vegas and then you start on Saturday. So there's going to be some time where they're going to take games on and off. So you're going to be, you're going to be the big on the court. You're going to be Xavier Tillman and David Roddy, as well as Santi Aldama, are both sitting like you're going to be the only real true big. So I think this is uh, definitely a spot to look for these guys, um, and I like those uh, those as well. We talked about XT. Uh, obviously, the shot that we're looking for, you know, can he, can he do a little bit more? Can he take the next steps? I don't want to spend any more time on him. Um, and Santiago Dama as well. We were kind of the same thing on him. Can he be the rebounder? Can he be the big? Or is he always trying to be the stretch four, the stretch five? Is he trying to be that? Like, what is he going to be? Um, so let's go to these next two guys. Um, and that's going to be Kenneth Lofton jr. Uh, what do you expect out of him? Anything you're looking for? Uh, because he's on a two-way deal as well as Vince Williams jr. Who we'll talk about next two-way guys, they can make an impact. Jaren's out. What do you think? Do you think he shows up? What are you looking for?
1: Yeah, I think he shows up. I mean, we saw, I've seen his team USA highlights being passed around a lot and there's no reason to think he won't Right? Dude seems to be a gamer. I'm interested to see exactly what he's trying to develop and show, though, because as a guy who is sort of in that same Xavier Tillman undersized big um, for what he probably would project to be, he, it's interesting to see if he's going to try and develop an outside shot that he goes to more often than not. But, I mean, I had a, one of my buddies was like, hey, man, if you can get Kenny Lofton, this was way before the draft. He's like, if you get Kenny Lofton, he's basically new school Zebo. So to see if that translates right, because he's got really good footwork and he's really a lot quicker than you would think he would be. And so I'm interested to see what he tries to go to with regards to that. Is he going to try and get an outside shot going more often because that's the state of today's NBA or is he going to go with what he's good at? And is he going to go for that new school Zebo? Um, so super excited to see that. And honestly, he's just a majestic, majestic being. I'm just excited to see him in general.
0: Yeah, he's our new age Zach Randolph, so um, I, I think that's a, a guy who really could benefit from these summer league games because usually bigs do not benefit at all out of these games, and you're going to see that because the guard play is usually what takes over, and so watch that in these games, and especially if you're if you're looking to bet on teams, look for the guard play. The guard play is going to give away exactly who is going to be the much better team. Uh, the Grizzlies have a chance, uh, but be careful on what you're putting into them because really the only guard that I really love is um, is going to be Kenny Chandler. He's going to be a guy who's going to play a lot. I think he'll be really good. And I think he'll be really good during the summer league. I think he'll be really good in the G League. And that's really what this is. Um, plus, a lot of these guys were in the G League that are playing on the Grizzlies. So um, I-, I think the Grizzlies are a good team, but looking at the guard play, I, I just don't love it. I don't know how much they put Zaire out there for you know different games so just be careful that um anyway back to Kenneth Lofton Jr I think he's a guy who really could benefit from this and I think he's a guy that you have to look at like how does he play against Chet I know they played you know before like he they were playing the same team so how does he play against Chet how does he play against a guy uh, like Charles Bassey who was a guy who played for the Delaware Bluecoats and he averaged 18.9 points 10.2 rebounds and a league-best 3.4 blocks. Is he able to figure out a way to score on somebody who is that kind of a player? And so um, I think these are good things to look for, and I think he's a a good player to watch. He's going to be fun, and I can't wait for him. All right, last guy that I'm really uh, looking at, Vince Williams Jr. Uh, What are you looking for in him? Is there anything, any way you think he can kind of jump off the page?
1: Yeah, if he goes and shows that – Three and D projection he could have with his length. You know, that length that he has is sneaky, sneaky big, right? And that could project super, super well for him, where he could be, you know, arguably the steal of the draft at 47, right? If he's able to go and use that length to be a great defender and be able to lock down, not necessarily lock down, but be disruptive, kind of like Zaire was towards the end of last year. And then he was able to knock down shots, right? Because if he's able to do that, then all of a sudden you're a productive role player with a real shot at an NBA career. So um, obviously Salt Lake Summer League's not going to project to how a guy's entire career is going to go. But I'm interested to see if he's able to step in and do that right away and if it looks like it's going to translate. Because if it could, I mean, he could easily carve out a role in this team.
0: Yeah, I, I think his shot is going to be the biggest thing. Like is his shot there? Like when they kick the ball out to him, um, is he able to knock down that open three? Is he able to play uh, good defensively enough to, uh, to guard, you know, maybe two through four. Like, I, I think those are positions he's going to be put in, uh, last guy. And I don't want to spend too much time on him, uh, before we kind of explain, you know, maybe the, the schedule of the summer league. Uh, but Jake LaRavia, I plain and simple, he has to be the best player on the court. And I'm not saying he's going to be better than Zaire Williams. But he's got he has the potential to have a little bit more wiggle to his game than Zaire does. Zaire is more straightforward. You kick the ball out to him and he makes the shot or he cuts through the lane on a couple, you know, two dribble drive to the rim, or he's catching the alley oop. That's Zaire Williams, and that's who he's been in the in the league because you have a guy that you're with in John Morant. Now they're trying to put the ball in Zaire Williams' hand. They're trying to make him be something that he's normally not have been, right? Jake LaRavia has a chance to be the best player on the court because he kind of still goes back to his normal role where he can catch the ball, couple dribble, pull-up shot, get to the rim, three-point shot. He has the best best chance to be the best player on the court. I want to see if he can be not every game, but some games.
1: Yeah, and he needs to be the best I guess most consistent and reliable guy on the court I think because he's and he needs to be most versatile because what he brings that you don't see like we said with Zaire is the ability to get down low use his body bang around he has more um, in his he has more of a repertoire of shots to go to right he has diverse. He can hit that little post fade he can bang do some footwork down low whereas Zaire is going to be a jump shooter right or a cutter and Laravia has the opportunity to be that cutter to be that jump shooter to add those things. So he needs to be able to do that. I agree. Is he going to be able to do that right off the bat in the NBA and use his body the way he was using it in college? Zaire, I am looking for a little bit more shot creation though. Um, being able to pull up off the dribble and be able to do something along those lines. Um, but I'm hundred percent with you. Laravia needs to show that he can sort of be that do it all guy that they brought him in to, to be right. So I'm with you on that line. But as far as the best player on the court, don't sleep on Z season. It's coming.
0: Z, Z, he's coming. All right, let's get into this. Uh, Like I said, this is going to be a quick podcast. We don't want to spend too much time on it. Uh, We have a lot going on in our lives, uh, but also um, you're about to be there at Summer League, so uh, we'll call that uh, time on the clock, right? Um, All right. First game is tonight against the 76ers. It's going to be on ESPN at 6 p.m. Uh, here local time, so make sure you're tuned into that. Uh, we're going to go ahead and look through uh, their roster and what it kind of looks like. And so just looking through some of the names and, uh, and the, the team that they have they're putting out, there's, there's, there's not much to be desired. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, Paul Reed, <laughs> I like. Uh, Charles Bass, who I talked about, I, I love Isaiah Joe. Like, he's out of yeah. Arkansas, I believe. Uh, he's a guy that uh, I really loved when he was coming out. Uh, but is there anybody that kind of just sticks out to you that you're like, hey, that's guy I'm watching. Like, I, no. I don't see anybody really.
1: No, I mean, the Trevlin Queen signing got a lot of hype on Twitter, I guess. So I'll be excited to see that because I was like, I have no idea. It's just is. his name, I think. I don't think it's the yeah, player. I'd- but I, I saw someone else say that uh, Ola Statsack was going to be looking forward to the Jaden Springer-Kennedy Chandler matchup. So, I mean, I guess we can I could rely on that. But, no, for tonight, I'm mostly looking forward to seeing our guys and what they're able to bring. I'm not really looking forward to what the Sixers are going to bring. As far as what other teams bring, I'm looking forward much more so to um, tomorrow night. I didn't know Cassius Winston was on. I, I was That's, about to it, say that.
0: Throwing it way back to Cassius Winston. Yeah. Um, wow. That's, uh, that's a name that we haven't heard in a while. Uh, all right. So uh, the next game that you're going to go to uh, is going to be, uh, we'll say Wednesday night back in Utah. They're playing again at 6 p.m. This time, at, uh, I believe it's on ESPN2. Uh, and they're going to be playing the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, this game, why? I don't know why it's on ESPN2 and the other one's on <laughs> ESPN. But it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know who else is on the other channel, but they might know something we don't. That maybe they're not playing their big guys like they've already made it known. But if they're playing their big guys, if they're playing Giddy, Chet, Trey Mann, uh Jeremiah Robinson-Earl, uh, Jalen Williams and Jalen Williams, Usman Jang, I, I, this team is yeah, loaded.
1: Man. Loaded. Absolutely.
0: I'm I- curious how much they play because – if they let them go, like, you know, full force, we in trouble.
1: Well, that, that's what I'm sort of wanting to see, though. Like, are they going to let them go full force? Because, you know, I didn't buy the ticket to only see Poku and Robinson Earl play, right? So I'm hoping that they let those guys play. It's It should be a ton of fun if they do. You know, sometimes they, they don't, especially in Salt Lake. But uh, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm hoping that they let Chet play and obviously seeing – uh, both Jalen Williams but mainly Santa Clara Jalen Williams um, will, will be fun to watch too that was a guy who I know we all had on our board wanting the Grizzlies to go get so I'm sort of I don't know I guess I'm hoping he kind of sucks a bit so I can be a little <laughs> bit better about that but yeah it would be interesting to see if they let those guys play how our guys are able to to match up because that's a stacked roster to say the least over there for OKC.
0: Yeah, I, I think personally, if it was me, this would be the game I would play all my my big guys. And the only thing that sucks about it, it's on the back-to-back. So yep. do you give your, your guys off the day in between? That way they play a game, their day off in between, play a game, your day off, and then they play again. Uh, I guess it would be Saturday that they would play their first game in the Vegas Summer League, at least for the Grizzlies. Um, I'm not sure. But in my opinion, I'd probably go back-to-back games and then uh, maybe give them the next day off. That way they have two days full off, uh, which would be the next game. Uh, so I'm going to will it for your, for your uh, discretion. Uh, you know, I hope for you, you get to see this. I hope for all of Grizz Nation we get to see it, but you're going to be in attendance to see Chet. Like that, it's going to be a lot
1: of fun. So uh, Kenneth Lofton versus little Chet Holmgren? Yes. Dude. Okay. Put them, in the, put them in the second row. Come on, Kenny. That's what I'm talking about, baby.
0: I love it. All right, so those two games, uh, which is tonight and then tomorrow night, both at 6 p.m. on ESPN and then ESPN2. And then the next game, which is going to be on Thursday night, it's going to be versus the Utah Jazz at 7 p.m., and it looks to be on NBA TV. So I don't know if you've seen the roster or not, but just kind of looking through some of the names, uh, they're going to have a, uh, a hard time with another big guy taco fall kofi Co- uh, cockburn uh jerry butler who i really like i think he is a really good player uh johnny juzang mm-hmm. man what a name he's coming out of ucla obviously uh they're in the championship game mm-hmm. um he just doesn't translate to the league it looks like and so undrafted guy uh so Br- bruno Caboclo, the guy who's always Two years away from being two years away, seven years in the league. Bruno Caboclo
1: coming back with the Utah Jazz. Crazy. Uh, anybody you're looking forward to? Honestly, I mean, Jared Butler should be fun to watch. Um, Johnny Juzang was actually someone I was interested to see. I, I'm not sure how serious it was, but he was in a car accident this past week. So I hope he's doing okay. I think he was. He's going to be fine, but um, not sure if it's serious enough where he won't play this week. So um, not sure. But yeah, there's a reason I got tickets to two games and this wasn't one of them. I'm not super pumped to see any of these guys. It is the Grizzlies last game, so I don't expect them to go all out like you have some of the young guys get hyped up for the first game. I think they'll if they save anybody, they'll save them for the second game against OKC against that better competition. So I think those would be the two games to watch. But sure. I mean, you got Jared Butler. Bruno Caboclo, who I just, like you said, always two years away from being two years away, it seems like. Um, There'd be some fun guys to watch, but nothing I'm particularly drawn to with uh, the Utah Summer League roster. Got beat. Talk about being down bad. You just had to sell off Rudy Gobert. It looks like you're having a fire sale. Maybe not. I, I don't know. Maybe it's not coming to fruition, but then you don't have any guys who I even want to go get tickets to see for 20 bucks. That's. Not necessarily the greatest look, but who knows? Maybe they keep Donovan Mitchell and they're able to build something cool there.
0: Yeah, there's going to be a lot of questions, um, especially surrounding uh, potentially the Grizzlies. Like, I don't know know, what the deal is right now, but uh, if you're looking at this Grizzlies roster, a guy that's been left off is Killian Tilly. And I thought he would be the guy who would want to go get some run in. Um, And so maybe... This changes a little bit, and they, you know, leave somebody off before they go to Vegas, and they put Kelly and Tilly in to go to Vegas. I don't know if he's still injured. There's a lot of questions still to be left, and because Tilly's been the guy who everybody's saying that he could be left off the roster completely, uh, so there's a lot of questions to be answered completely with that. Uh, but the Grizzlies, um, I think it's going to be a fun time in um, Utah. I think it'll be our first chance to see them. Uh, Usually the first game is watched a lot. second game, man, third game, not at all. Um, I think the second game could have a lot of potential just because you have some of the big names. So I'm looking forward to it. I don't care really about uh, seeing that Utah game. Uh, The only reason I would watch it is to see if Taco Fall plays. Outside of that, not really much of a watch for me because I don't think our guys are playing. So if anything, you're looking for the other team because uh, there's no way we're playing many of our dudes just before we're going to Vegas. Like that just doesn't make sense to me. So, all right, well, that's all we have. Uh, we're going to be back to talk a little bit more about the Vegas summer league, because uh, obviously uh, the Grizzlies take on the Clippers first game. That's on the Saturday. It is on NBA TV at eight thirty our time. Uh, and then Sunday, eight o'clock, the Timberwolves. So a lot of stuff. I have not even looked at their summer league rosters just yet. Uh, They might not even have them out yet, but I have not really even looked at them. Uh, But those are going to be two of the first games that's going to start off in the summer league. Uh, But we'll definitely be back on Friday, bringing you up to speed on exactly everything that went down in Utah. Um, And since uh, Nathan's not going to the game on Thursday, depending on who plays Well, to be depending on whether or not we're able to put out a podcast late Thursday uh, really just depends on uh, what that's looking like. But uh, but that's all we have. Nathan, do you have anything before we get out of here?
1: Nothing, really. I know that all the guys were looking forward to some player deep dives that we're going to have going on soon. We're going to have some cool stuff coming out for that later down the road. But I'm just excited to go see these guys in summer league Man, see what they're able to do, see how it contributes and. Uh, Hopefully we get some cool stuff out of it, man. Um, I'll definitely be on here trying to stay like Mr. Optimist, Mr. Positive. So uh, hopefully I'm able to get that push through with with seeing these guys play live.
0: Yeah, we're going to let you have uh, the reins of Grizz lead, especially while you're there. Uh, That only makes sense. Uh, First-hand experience to let the people kind of see a little bit of what it is to be uh, there in Utah. I've never been to those games as well as the Vegas Summer League. Uh, but soon we're all going to be in Vegas. It won't be this year, unfortunately, but maybe soon who knows, uh, what the future looks like. Uh, but I can't thank you enough. Make sure you go check out the content, uh, that, uh, the guys with the Grizz lead are putting out. Uh, if you don't follow Grizzly, go follow them at Grizz underscore lead, go check out this podcast. Uh, you can go check it out at Grizz nine Oh one podcast. Uh, also follow me and Nathan on our, Accounts. Um, if you can't spell my name, you can't follow me. That's just one of the rules. Uh, if you want to go follow Nathan, it's at mem Grizz Homer. Uh, but that's it, that's all we have. Looking forward to tonight. Make sure you get this in. Tell your friends, this has been a great one. Last thing. The last episode we did was the third most listened to episode ever at Grizz 901. We're not a full year in, but the third most. Shock me. Maybe because we didn't put out any midweek content. I'm not, I'm not going to be here trying to trying to justify it. I'm just going to embrace it. Embrace the love. So a lot of people are looking for Grizzly's content. If you have something that you're looking for, a different style, something different that you want us to hit on cover, uh, my DMs are always open on my personal Twitter, but also at Grizzly. Uh, we'll make sure we get back to you. And if you're looking to write for Grizzly, uh, just hit us up. Uh, We've had three people actually this week contact us uh, and let us know they'd be interested. And so we're going to be interviewing some more people. We're looking to grow our team at least by two more before the season starts. We're going to keep on doing our Friday 3-ish, 3.30-ish, whatever time we get on Twitter spaces. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, join us there Uh, we're doing usually 30 minutes of just talking uh, with the guys and then the last 30 minutes we're bringing people up to kind of chit chat and uh, kind of ask some questions share what they're thinking Uh, that way we get a chance to talk about what we planned and the last 30 to give you something uh, you to do if you want to come up talk to us share anything you got so that's all we have officially no more no more breaking any any more news so That's it. Let's have a great week. Let's get three Grizz wins. Let's just start it off and just be Summer League champions in Utah and Vegas. Be nice and tell your friends.